Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Why is it 695 Patriot 9572874? Let's just start it out. I'm not doing any political topics today. We're going right to the phones. Three hours of whatever's on your mind. Let's see. Joe, Long Island first up. Ask me anything. Go ahead. Andrew, great to talk to you. I have a unique question. I'm 49, married, three kids, self-employed, Second Amendment defender, and a constitutionalist. My question is, I'd love to meet you and would like to have lunch or dinner with my wife and I. Or perhaps I can sit in on the show one day. I understand this is a unique question and an odd request, but nothing ventured, nothing gained. Uh, well, I... I, I would say that the perfect time to do something like that, it was, well, it was when we were doing, I'm adjusting the microphone here still, uh, during our Veterans Day event at, at Emma O'Looney's, but we do it now in in Nashville. I got to be honest, I don't just, coming up here, do they do tours still? I think you'd have to check the website. It used to be that you could put in and ask to come up here and, and get a tour, especially if there's something going on in the fishbowl, but... As far as making dates, I mean, come on, I, I can't really do that. <laughs> you, I, you know why? I got this idea because you went and met Trump, you know, and uh, made that happen. I know well, that was probably your dream. That was the president. And, and this that would was be the, an awesome thing to come in and see you. I'm was, a Long Island native. That was the president. That was the president requesting the presence of myself and David Webb to discuss certain issues. So, I mean, that was it was not so much the social event as it was he was taking our temperature on a couple of issues. I got you. Well, it's worth a shot. All right. Well, thank you very much. Let's see. Who do we have here? Brian, Florida. Go ahead. Hey, uh, Andrew Collin from Navarre, Florida, just right down the road from where you used to uh, hang out here in Fort Walton Beach. How you doing? I used to live in Mary Esther. That is just a hop, skip, and a jump. Now, I know where you are. I, I've, <laughs> I, 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 have, I have been to Navarre Beach. It is such a beautiful place. Um, it, it is. That, that, that place between... Fort Walton and Pensacola is just gorgeous. It is. We love living here. I retired from the military, and this is where we wanted to come back. I was at Eglin for a while, so we discovered it that way and couldn't wait to get back. But uh, on my last deployment, I come home, and I bought myself a 2006 uh, Shelby Cobra GT500. Gorgeous. And it had, for the first time, satellite radio. This was in November of 06, and that's when I discovered you. So I've been with you almost from the very beginning. So I'm one of those hardcores that you talk about during the summertime. Well, thank you, sir. But uh, absolutely. My question for Ask Andrew Anything is, what do people like your friends, family, relatives call you when you're not Andrew Wilkow at the Wilkow Majority? If you're around the neighborhood, are you Andrew, Andy, Tony, or something else? Anyone that knows me from before I was 20 calls me Andy. Uh, right. When I was 20, I had a girlfriend, and just one day she said, you know, you're 20, you know, I- I'm not calling you Andy, and just started calling me Andrew. And I was like, duh, okay, <laughs> you know, like, you know, oh, okay, whatever you say. Uh, so if if so, if people that knew me before I was 20, people I grew up with, uh, you know, grade school, middle school, high school, first year of college, uh, if, if anyone that knew me before calls me Andy, anyone after calls me Andrew. And I introduced oh, myself well, as Andrew. Well, I do appreciate it, Andrew. It's a pleasure listening to you, and uh, have a great Christmas. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You too. Let's see. Who do we have here? Ron, upstate New York. Go ahead. Hey, buddy. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm great. I called in last year, and I couldn't get in, and I was so bummed out, but I had the same question for you. 
So my Ask Andrew Anything is. I've seen a lot of concerts, and I'm sure you have as well. So give me your top triple bill concert, alive or dead, any performer, what would it be? Okay. Um, well, the the most being able to see the misfits with you know Glenn, Jerry, and Doyle was just un- unbelievable. And I saw all three uh, New York, New Jersey, and, and and Philly shows. I think the concert that will always be my favorite, um, just for for sentimental reasons. Is and and I and also I would say meeting the Ramones in 1990 yeah. was also I you know I've told the story I sort of involved myself in a in a bullying incident and the father was so thankful that I had basically stepped in a kid was bullying this girl I went to school with and uh, you know I was basically like I walked over and said do that to me and it turned out her dad was a bouncer at CBGB's and was now head of concert security for Michelob. And they were promoting the Escape from New York tour. So he invited me and a couple of my friends backstage to meet Debbie Harry, to meet the Ramones. I mean, it was I was 18. I didn't even started radio yet. It was the summer I graduated high school. Um, that, that was but but my favorite concert, just for sentimental reasons, uh, Chuck Berry went out on the president of rock and roll tour in 1993. And I had bought tickets. And when my dad got home from work, I said, I said, put your briefcase down. We're going into the city. We're going to go see Chuck Berry tonight. And he kind of looked at me like I was nuts. And I took my dad. My dad put on his old black biker jacket. And we went into the city. And he had seen Chuck Berry at the, during one of the Alan Freed rock and roll shows in the 50s. So I we get there. And now it's the Ritz. It's a punk rock hardcore club. It You know, uh we were standing, I don't know where it was, I just grabbed my dad by the lapel, I go, this is how we do it nowadays. And I rammed him to the front of the, rammed to the crowd, and we were probably no more than 15 feet from Chuck Berry. And it was one of the most amazing things I ever did, just to be able to take my dad to see that show. So as far as favorite concerts, because of the sentimental value, it's definitely my dad and Chuck Berry. Awesome. But well, if I, and, any, and, and, and anyone that knows me knows I'm a huge Rockabilly fan. I would give anything yeah. to see Eddie Cochran, Gene Vincent, and Buddy Holly. There you go. Just Absolutely. to say I saw it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, and the there Stray Cats reunion was a close second to that. Let's see. Uh, Johnny, Delaware, go ahead. Hey, Andrew. Uh, thanks for taking my call, and uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. You too, sir. Hey, man, I heard you a couple of days ago um, – Talk about your commute into New York City. I'm, I was born in the city, and we lived outside of it. My dad actually forbid me to ever go on the subway. And I'm not getting too personal, but, I mean, you take the subway, and I hope you're protecting yourself, man. It's, it's, <laughs> Is that, it's miserable. I, I live about 38 miles west of the city in Jersey. Um, right. I have to drive to a park and ride, get on the bus, get off of Port Authority, come here to, oh, uh, to Sirius XM, do three hours of radio, Live at 5, the Salem News Studios are down at ground zero. So I got to hop one of the trains downtown, which it's always like, our train is being delayed. There's a signal problem. Boom. You know, so it it takes about 45 minutes to get down there. um, Then write the show, do the show uh, with, uh, you know, an hour, hour and 10 minutes to write a fully produced monologue, you know, A block, B block, C block, D block and E block. Then get back on the train, back to Port Authority, 
um, then get back on the bus, go through the Lincoln Tunnel, and get home. I, I leave at six. I get home at eight. So it's a two hour. It's an hour and a half in and two hours home. I hope you're packing, man. <laughs> no. It, you know, uh, I just I just make myself not look like an easy target. Uh, let's see who do we have here. John, Wisconsin. Go ahead, ask Andrew anything. Andrew, an honor to talk to you. I'm a longtime listener, and Thank I love you. your show. Hey, what ignited or what sparked your uh, passion to become a political radio talk show host? Uh, it didn't. It 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 didn't. I I never ever would have thought. My goal was to be an afternoon drive rock DJ. That was that was my goal. My uh-huh. goal was because you know the morning shows, you know, and you can credit. Howard for that sort started you know dropping records from from the mornings my I wanted to be in the thick of the afternoon drive where new records are are premiered where new bands you know kind of do their first big interviews in a in a, in a major market um it just fell into my lap uh, after 9/11 I just started using I was on a station called Radio 104 WMRQ in Hartford. I just started using my 45 seconds uh, to a minute, you know, in breaks to just sort of, you know, take, get on my soapbox. And uh, next thing I know, I got a call from WABC Radio in New York City saying, you know, you should try out to be a talk radio host. And I thought they were out of their mind. And I did my, I did my first show on July 21st, 2002, Sunday morning, filling in for a guy who just became their new uh, Sunday, uh, I'm sorry, afternoon show, noon to two, Mark Levin. And he needed a day off. And that's how I started. I'm glad it fell in your lap because I, like I've been listening to you since you got started and I look forward to listening to you every day. Well, thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. And, And believe me, like I said this, I mean, I said it yesterday. I know I don't have a paycheck. You know, I don't, I don't put food on the table unless people listen to this radio program. So I'm I, I'm appreciative of every single person that listens. This is this is my this is my job. Uh, Joe, New York, go ahead. Hey, you know it's interesting you're talking about commute. I remember going from where I grew up in Brooklyn, taking the L train. If you've ever seen Welcome Back, Cotter, that's really what the train looked like in the '70s. And I was probably nine years old when I first got on the train. And my folks would let us go, four of us, nine years old, take the train to Shea Stadium to see the Mets. And we went through some rough neighborhoods, and they never even thought twice about it. Um, those were interesting times. But my, my, I, I could, my, my dad was from Brooklyn. My mom is from the Bronx. And when I was really little, my mom would bring me into Times Square. I'm talking in, like, 1978. You know, the Warriors hadn't even come out yet. We're talking that time. And I remember my mom, like, taking me to, like, this, like, chock full of nuts because she wanted to take me to uh, the Empire State Building. So we were in Times Square. Getting, she had to, like took me to a chock full of nuts, and then we went up to the you know top of the Empire State Building. But then, you know, my, my first real vision of the subway was the movie The Warriors. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look, everyone, everyone's got their first vision of the New York City subways if you've lived in the city. You know what's bizarre is now... 
uh, you have certain lines, and it could be random, that have brand new subway cars, right? They're kind of clean. They have a voice that's, you know, soothing, like, next stop, Rockefeller Plaza. And then they have, like, this all the stops on a digital display so you don't have to ask someone if you don't know where you're going. And then they have the, train, the ones that have been here, like, probably since the Warriors and are still in that disgusting, dilapidated, you know, P-smell. That, that that you know what I mean? Like it, it's 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 just like night and day. It's like oh good, a new a new subway car. That's great. Okay, you know, doesn't smell like urine in here. Then you get the ones, no matter how much they clean them, they just smell like a urinal cake. Very true. So, just quick, uh, something I've been thinking about this crazy omnibus bill that was just passed. All the talk before that was the GOP won the House. They're not going to fund the eighty-seven thousand IRS agents. They're going to. Hold the, they, they control the purse. What just happened? Did we just lose control? Yes, for yes, purse? basically that, that at least at least to the end of this this one point seven trillion, the Senate Republicans led by Mitch McConnell, uh, basically sandbagged the incoming Republican majority in the House. And I and I will say this: I'm not doing too much politics here today. I have a concern about Kevin McCarthy, and it goes like this. Kevin McCarthy said he wasn't supporting it, wasn't supporting it, wasn't supporting it. That's an easy position to take when you know it's going to pass because you don't have the majority. Right? That's an, that's an easy position. I, wanted, I don't want to know what Kevin McCarthy is going to say when he's in the minority. I want to know what Kevin McCarthy is going to do when he's in the majority. Because we've, we've seen this play before, right? We saw it with, with Boehner. We saw it with Ryan. We saw it with, with Haster. Right? I, I, don't, I want to be wrong about him. I don't want to be calling him Mick Boehner and Mick Ryan and, and, and Mick Hastert come next year. I'm with you on that. Merry Christmas. You too, sir. Happy New Year. Warrington 695 Patriot. Are we going to take the break? That's what we're doing. We do it once a year. We've been doing it since December 2006. Whatever's on your mind does not have to be political. As a matter of fact, I prefer it. It isn't. And it's also wham again. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.